hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright. I'll be your host this hour for a selection of 78 RPM records from my collection. It's music from the first half of the 20th century. We'll go ahead and dive right in and begin today in 1944 with a record made for the little Ash label. That's A-S-C-H. It was named after its founder, Moses Ash, a guy who founded a number of little independent labels in the 1940s and early 50s, probably chief among them Folkways Records, which he started in the late 40s and which he ran well into the 1980s when he sold it to the Smithsonian and it became Smithsonian Folkways Recordings, and it still operates under that name to this day. But back to 1944, Ash recorded a very popular boogie-woogie pianist of the day known as Mead Lux Lewis. His real name was Anderson Mead Lewis, but apparently as a child, he and some friends used to imitate characters out of a comic strip that was very popular around his native Chicago. The strip was called Alphonse and Gaston, and as part of that, little Anderson Lewis would stroke an imaginary beard, which prompted his friends to call him the Duke of Luxembourg, and they later simply shortened that to Lux, so he became Mead Lux Lewis. Anyway, here he is in 1944, as I say, with a composition of his own called the Glendale Glide. It's Ash Record number 352-2. Lewis in 1944, his own Glendale Glide opening up this edition of the Shellac Stack. What a 
fine record that is. Good way to start us out. If you're just joining us, welcome. My name is Brian Wright, and this is The Shellac Stack, a program on which I play 78 RPM records of the 19-teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, sometimes on into the 1950s. And we've got all kinds of stuff today. Vocalists, uh, banjoists, dance bands, big bands, ragtime, piano, (laughs) you name it, even a little bit of German yodeling later on in the hour. But we're going to continue now with a record made in 1939 by Ted Weems and his orchestra, a guy who managed to reinvent himself a couple of times and stay popular through the years. Here he is with vocalist Mary Lee and a song that goes back to the early 20s, at least, by W. Benton Overstreet and Billy Higgins. It's called There'll Be Some Changes Made. It's Decca 3-0- Four, four. After that, we'll hear from Frankie Carl at the piano in 1941, a good tune called I Know That You Know, which also goes back to the mid-1920s. It's Columbia 36331, and wrapping up the set, a song by Cliff Friend and Dave Franklin, played for us by Jimmy Greer and his orchestra. It's Everything You Said Came True, DECA 1475, with Dick Webster, the vocalist, the record made in Los Angeles on October 1st, 1937. To start us off, here's Ted Weems. Nobody 
the starlight would turn to stardust should our romance fall through everything you said came true you said our heart throbs would turn to heartaches without the love we knew 
Everything you said came true Stardust is dimming my eyes tonight Gone is our sweet romance And lonely heartaches are mine tonight Please give me just one more chance The same old story of a fool who's sorry A heart that still loves you Everything you said came true host of the coast as he was known (laughs) jimmy greer and his orchestra with one of the band's violinists stepping to the microphone to sing dick webster who had quite a pleasant crooning voice i think on everything you said came true deca 1475 little crackly sounding uh, not in the best of shape but a fine record from october of 1937 before that frankie carl at the piano real swinging version of i know that you know from 1941, and starting the set, we heard Ted Weems and his orchestra with Mary Lee, the vocalist from 1939, There'll Be Some Changes Made. If you're enjoying the Shellac Stack and you'd like to write to me, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, shellacstack at gmail.com. Feel free to drop me a line, let me know where you're listening to the program from, and if you have any comments, suggestions, or requests, I welcome those as well. You don't have to request a specific record. It's sometimes fun if you want to just send me the name of a performer you like, or maybe a favorite song, or a label, or a genre, or whatever is on your mind. Again, shellacstack at gmail.com. Okay, back to the mid-20s now, and a record made in Chicago, December 17th of 1925, Jack Chapman and his orchestra, Victor 19969. A fine instrumental dance number called Dreaming of a Castle in the Air. I like the sound of this recording, too. A nice, spacious sound. And then we'll hear from vocalist Irving Kaufman, a solo record he made for OK in 1928. But Irving Kaufman's name is nowhere on the label. It says Noel Taylor. But you'll recognize Irving Kaufman's voice even if he's singing in a softer, more crooning style than we normally think of with Irving Kaufman. It's OK41004, the tune Nightclub Rose. And then we'll pick up the tempo to wrap things up with Phil Oman and Victor Arden and their orchestra, Brunswick 3377, from November of 1926. A good Gershwin tune, Clap Your Hands, <laughs> introducing Fidgety Feet. It's uh, a lot of fun. Let's start off now, though, with Jack Chapman and his orchestra, Dreaming of a Castle in the Air. Thank you. 
night you're a plaything, dancing your heart away, making believe you're a gay thing, turning the night into day, smiling although you feel like crying, oh what a price you'll have to pay. Night Club Rose, my Night Club Rose, you're dancing with a broken heart. Lavaliers can't hide your tears, you know you're through before you start. About a year ago, a girl sat in your place out in the streets tonight. You'll find her painted face. I wonder, Night Club Rose, will you be one of those? God only knows my night love rose. About a year ago, a girl sat in your place out in the streets tonight. You'll find her painted face. I wonder, Night Club Rose, will you be one of those God only knows?
Incredible duo pianists Phil Oman and Victor Arden with their orchestra, a Brunswick record of Clap Yo Hands from November 16, 1926. That song came from the Broadway show OK by George Gershwin. Before that, we heard Irving Kaufman under the nom de disque of Noel Taylor, an OK record made on Leap Day, 1928, February 29th. That was Nightclub Rose and starting the set Jack Chapman and his orchestra. In Chicago in December of 1925, Dreaming of a Castle in the Air. Well, up next, I have what I think is a rather interesting record. It's on a fairly rare label that came out of Chicago called Autograph, which was produced by a man named Orlando Marsh. He had his own independent recording studio there in Chicago in the early 1920s and was one of the first to experiment with electrical recording. He was making electrical recordings regularly, by, I think, earlier, mid-1924, nearly a year before the major labels, Victor and Columbia, signed on with electric recording. That's not to say his electric recordings sound great. For the most part, they don't. (laughs) They're rather crude sounding. But from a technical point of view, it is interesting that he was using a microphone to record so early on. He did brisk business locally, making custom records for people, folks who came in and paid money to make their own record, He also did a lot of business transcribing radio programs that could then be syndicated on pressed 78 RPM records to stations around the country. I believe for quite a while he was recording Amos and Andy when they first went national before they were on a live coast-to-coast hookup. But autograph records, at least in the commercial series, are quite rare. This is the only one that I have, and it's by banjoist William Hade, sometimes better known simply as Bill Hade who was the banjoist for many years with the Coon Sanders Original Nighthawk Orchestra while they were playing in Chicago. And he led some sessions on the side for Paramount and made this odd little record demonstrating the Ludwig banjo. It's quite interesting. He plays snippets of pop tunes of the day. There's an announcer who sounds somewhat disinterested throughout. Uh, I don't know who the announcer is, uh, but we do hear some fine Snippets of banjo playing by Bill Hayden. This was recorded in Chicago in about February of 1925. Announcing the new Ludwig banjo. The following passages are played on the Ambassador model by William Hayden. This is a test record to demonstrate the flexibility and range of expression. Note the clear bell-like tones of the rapid triplet played on the A string. And the deep sonorous tones of the G and C strings. And then a balance of all strings. Thank you. 
of tone and true banjo characteristics when played at the bridge. Hayde there demonstrating the Ludwig banjo, a recording made electrically in Chicago in about February of 1925 and issued on the autograph label. There's no catalog number, but that doesn't strike me as unusual among autograph records. I think a lot of them lack catalog numbers. I'm not sure where this would have been sold or even if it would have been sold. It very likely may have been given away free with the new Ludwig banjo or simply distributed to prospective Ludwig buyers. In any case, it's one of the uh, easier-to-find autograph records, which is not to say it turns up all the time, <laughs> but among autograph records, this one seems relatively common. I've seen several copies of this kicking around through the years. This one is in pretty good shape, despite the rather rough sound. Okay, how about some ragtime piano now? We'll hear from pianist Burt Bales and his ragtime piano on the Good Time Jazz label, made in Los Angeles on December 10th, 1949. Burt Bales made a handful of very good records, I think, in the late 40s and early 1950s. And here he is playing an old ragtime tune that had been revived only, I think, earlier that year by Pee Wee Hunt and his band, and really, really uh, <laughs> become a phenomenon, the 12th Street Rag. It was composed by Udale Bowman back in the early teens and didn't go very far when Bowman first composed it. Bowman was still around in 1949 when it was revived, but I think he had sold off all of his copyrights to the tune and didn't realize any money from its renewed popularity. But it was quite popular, and so popular, in fact, we'll hear two versions. We'll hear the Burt Bales, and we'll follow that with Donald Pierce, vocalist, singing the words that you seldom hear, written by Andy Razaf and somebody named Sumner. It's on the Irish His Master's Voice label, record number IP515. Again, Donald Pierce, P-E-E-R-S, singing the 12th Street Rag. But to start, here's Burt Bales and his ragtime piano. Thank you. 
Down in Kansas City someone wrote a pretty ditty A melody for all the world to know Full of flingy, swingy, singy harmony That clung to me from the start It never let me go Soothing to the weary ear A remedy for every tear Quick to put some ginger in your feet Some treat, sweet heat That's the tune that they call Twelve Street Joy to each romancer and delight to every dancer And lucky to the leader of a band In a ballroom or a show and over any radio Bet your boots that it'll get a hand You can brag It's in the band When they play that twelve street rag Oh, twelve street rag, have pity Won't you let me be Go back to Kansas City And stop trailing me You bargain at the moment When I've work to do Won't leave and I can't make you Old music man who wrote you Knew no sympathy I hope you get his go-to Like you worry me I'm swing bend My brain is sand on a jack When I hear that 12-street When he scats, Ella Fitzgerald, he ain't. <laughs> but that's okay. I think he's still a fine singer. Radio's Cavalier of Song, as he was known, Donald Pierce, with an orchestra directed by Peter York on the Irish His Master's voice label from about 1949. We preceded that with Burt Bales and his ragtime piano on the Good Time Jazz label from also 1949. Two versions of the 12th Street Rag, composed by Uday L. Bowman. Yay! <laughs> All right, let's turn to Benny Goodman and his orchestra now, a record made shortly before Benny really became famous. This is from February 2nd, 1934, but he has Mildred Bailey singing with him, and it's really a fine-sounding record. The tune is Old Pappy. This was recorded by Columbia, and my copy of this was pressed up over in the UK, Columbia CB730. After that, Vi Melly will sing with Johnny Johnson and his orchestra on the Melatone label, from November of 1935, Shooting High, 
pretty good song by Ted Kohler and Jimmy McHugh. And we'll wrap up the set in 1946 with Earl Hines and his orchestra on the ARA label, number 149, Lord Essex, the vocalist on a pretty good song by Earl Hines. One of his best, actually. It's called Rosetta. Starting us off, though, here's Benny Goodman and his orchestra, Old Pappy.
Carl Hines got quite a bit of mileage out of that song through the years, and hey, more power to him. It's a good song and lends itself to many different styles of treatment. I like this record from 1946, Rosetta. Before that, Johnny Johnson and his orchestra with Vi Melly, the vocalist from 1935 on Shooting High. That came from a show called King of Burlesque. And starting the set, Benny Goodman and his orchestra in 1934, the wonderful Mildred Bailey vocalist, but no credit to her on the label. Just one of those with vocal refrain labels. Old Pappy was the name of that song. Well, I think we have time for a few more records on today's Shellac Stack program. So we'll start this last set with uh, something from Victor's 78,000 series, which was a catalog series devoted, I think, primarily to European ethnic recordings. In this case, it's Victor 78717, the Manhattan Quartet, singing a kind of a German-Swiss yodely thing called Kapler Alm, which translates on the label as Kapler Meadow. It was made in New York, March 9th, 1926. And we'll wrap up the set with the voices of Dorothy Collins, a woman who was sort of a protege of Raymond Scott in the 1940s. She sang with his sextet and eventually married the guy, had stints on television and radio in the 1950s and early 60s, but her career never quite took off the way uh, I think it was hoped that it would. From 1954, we'll hear something she made on the Audivox label, number 107, called Mountain High, Valley Low, composed in part by her husband of the time, Raymond Scott. But to start us off, here's the Manhattan Quartet to the uh, Meadows of the Alps with Kapler Alm. Mein Lieber, 
Isn't that a strange but oddly satisfying record? Dorothy Collins singing all of the vocal parts, some of them obviously tape manipulated to produce the voices of Dorothy Collins, Mountain High, Valley Low. And that wraps up today's edition of the Shellac Stack. I've had fun this hour, and I hope you have too. I hope we'll see you back here next time when we'll do it all over again. In the meantime, thanks for listening, take care, and bye-bye. (laughs) 